Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Mr. Andrew Schlag. Good to be with you. Man, thank you for taking us such a short notice. Absolutely. To record this podcast and, and do some content together. Um, dude, I think we met, when was the, last, the first time we met? Um, Maybe two or three years ago. Yeah, he might have been here probably. I believe it was here in Tampa. Yeah, here in Tampa at the family, at the first, uh, maybe my first event. Yeah. At the family, uh, not the reunion, but the uh, the event, you know? Yes. Um, but anyhow, who are you? Where do you come from? Yeah, so Andrew Schlag, I now reside in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. I was born and raised in a little town in Southern Illinois. It's called Belrive, Illinois. It's a town of about 400 people. Oh wow, small town. Very small town. And was raised in the country, raised on a farm, and uh, was a pig farm until I was maybe nine or 10. And then- How many uh, acres? Oh goodness, there was over 2,000 sows, I remember that. Wow. So I don't remember the acreage of the farm. Then uh, dad uh, started a construction company when I was about 10. And so that's what I grew up doing. We'd go to work with him in the summers. Sometimes we was homeschooled, so sometimes I'd dump up on school and go to work with him the next day. Right. And that's what I grew up doing until I was uh, in uh, my late teens, about 20, and I encountered some health challenges. And that kind of knocked me for a loop with the, with the construction that I was doing. And uh, I'm a strong believer that coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. Everything happens for a reason. And yeah. It works out Everything perfectly. happens for you, not against you. Yes. And so um, with that mindset, in April of 2014, I attended my first seminar. And how I got there was uh, I'd been Googling how to buy rental properties. What were you doing at the time for a living? So I was still doing construction part-time. Okay. And I'd never made over 30 grand in a year. Right. I was looking for, for a way to do something and different. And it was February 2014, I heard a radio ad. And it was uh, Ron Legrand. Wow. He said, you, you buy and sell houses with no money and no credit. I've been doing it for whatever, 30 plus years. Right. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how, call me for a free book and CD. And so I called and got the free book and CD. And next thing I know, uh, two months later, I was in a live event in Atlanta, Georgia that rocked my world and changed my life. Wow. So how was that? Like, why, why did it change your life? So I read the book when I got the free book in February. I read it like a thirsty man drinking water. Like right. it, it, I was just soaking it in and I was amazed that you could do this real estate like that. And so when it come to the event, I had brought some leads. I'd put a ba couple of bandit signs out. I'd done a few different things. And had you done a deal by then or not? No. Never, okay. And never, never bought a house in my life. And so uh, at the event, I got my first wholesale deal negotiated. Right. And went home and got a $3,000 check. Wow. And that changed my world, seeing that it was real. Validation. And then a few weeks later, I got a, what I call a pretty house deal. Right. Bought it, uh, took over Which the Which is debt. what he teaches, by the way. Like, yes. He focuses a lot on that now. The creative finance. Right. 
And so it was cool because I bought the house. The guy was going to lose it had I not come in. And I was able to help him out. Right. It was, it was a win for him. And then I was able to resell it on Creative Finance, on a lease option. Right. And I was like, oh my goodness, this really works. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. And so I, uh, in 2014, after that launch, I'd done 12 deals that year, from April to the end of the year after wow. never doing a deal in my life. I was 21. And how much money did you make that year? Um, in, so I held several properties. So a substantial amount of it was in equity. Yeah. So I made more than I ever had in cash. I would right. say maybe 60 grand in, right. in, in cash. And you and reinvested in, some of that money on some of the other deals as well, right? Absolutely. Right. And, and so, uh, you know, it was my best year ever. Right. And, and yet it, it was a slow start in, in the, the, the terms of cash. At the end of the year, though, I had several properties paying me in a cash flow of, you know, couple thousand a yeah, month. Yeah, two or three thousand bucks. Yeah. And in 2015, I was 22, I bought 50 houses in 52 weeks. Wow. And I was like, oh my goodness, this really works. You were buying a house a week? Uh, almost. Pretty much. Too shy. So that was that was my introduction to real estate. And that was all creative financing, pretty house on terms? The majority. The majority of them. Still done... Um, maybe 20% wholesaling at the time. I still do some wholesaling to this day. Okay. So that's in 2015, right? Yes. Let's fast forward to today. Yes. What does your real estate business look like? Yeah, so still doing several deals a year. Right. Uh, held very similar in probably number of deals over the last six or seven years. Okay. And. I chose to start putting my focus in helping others get started and giving back. Right. And so in 2016, people started approaching me. How do you do this? How do you do this? I knew nothing about the education industry. Right. And so in 2017, uh, a friend had come to me and approached me. He's the third or fourth person that approached me, begging t uh, me to help him get started, basically. And I said, well, I'll, I'll accept a $5,000 deposit and we'll split your deals for the next six months. Right. And I did, and that was how my, the training even started. And he made I like how in. you put it. Let me take a $5,000 deposit, and then we're gonna split deals, and we're gonna do ter uh, uh, deals on terms. And he got all of his money back before I took any part of my profits. Wow. So that was my first ever thing to, the, to, to, to helping somebody get started. Wow. Because I didn't know, I had no clue nothing about it just a friend helping a friend and 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 splitting deals and, and wow. it worked for that wow so do you have a wholesaling operation today or not or just yes how, how does that look like yes so actually i'm a little bit in the ramp up phase okay uh, last year probably wholesale a dozen 15 houses right. maybe um this year you know we're at this point a couple of months into this year and probably wholesale a half a dozen deals give or take okay so so, so yeah so we, you're on track very to, active yeah you, you're doing you went from one to about three deals a month now in in wholesaling uh, in wholesaling and what are you doing for marketing so we do a conglomeration of several right uh, things we still uh, do the free Fis ads okay free. yeah we, we yeah. find houses for sale on all the free sources online. 
for sale by owners, and then we do paid ads, online paid ads of many types, and then we do mailings. Okay, oh, you do mailers. We still do mailings, yeah. And that's and performing well for us. It's going well for you. Yes. Now, are you doing mailers in a large metro area or, a, or, a, or smaller towns? Yeah, so we do, I started out in Evansville, Indiana, a little town in, in Indiana. And that's where I started buying because there wasn't much houses to buy in Bell Rive, the town of 400 people. Right. <laughs> and so I still operate heavily there. You'll be surprised that, that if you ran a campaign on that little town, you'll probably get two or three of them. Very possibly. You can only buy so many in a town of 400 well, people. Though. The thing, but, but check, but how many 400 people town are in the U.S.? A lot. Right? Yeah. And so then you look at it from, and you're like, and those are easier to get. That's very true. Because nobody's targeting those towns. Yes. You see, most people don't look at those little towns and say, like, ah, who wants to live there? Yeah. Guess what? There's a lot of people that want to live there for some reason. At least there's 400 no new people houses. there. <laughs> and there's no new houses. Yeah. Right? That's Unless the city's catching up to it, then yeah. you start seeing, not, then it goes from being a town to a suburb. Yes. Right? Very true. Yeah. And, and that is a good point for, for those listening that, that sometimes, you know, I've had people come to me in Evansville where I've bought hundreds of houses and said, man, I, I, it just doesn't work here. There's not enough deals. And I said, well, it does. And I've had people come to me from Tampa, Florida and go, oh my goodness, I wish I had a little town. It doesn't work here. And we're buying in those areas too. Yeah. So it works wherever you are if you find your niche and, and push that niche. Good deal, man. So, so now, so you have a, you have a real estate team. Yes. Uh, you do wholesaling, but you also do your own stuff. Yes. Uh, how big is your team? How many people are involved in, in your real estate side? Uh, right now there is 10 team members. 10? Yeah. That, that's, we, a, that's a serious operation. It's a serious operation. Um, the reason for the higher number and, and the number of deals, number two reasons. Number one, we're in ramp up phase. So right. we've been hiring additional team members. And number two, we have a substantial amount of fix and flips, rehabs we do. Okay. When we're rehabbing, we have uh, right now four staff members that are solely focused on, on that the rehabs. And um, so you're wholesaling, you're rehabbing, you're also keeping some properties. Yes. And, um, you know, like, what, what, where do you see that ramping up to? Like, what is that next phase? What, yeah. What's your goal this year, per se, on that team? Yeah, so as we uh, ramp up the single-family business, uh, I, we won't need many more team members to get to the level I, I No, you just I need more want. leads. Uh, the desire is to be buying in excess of 100 deals by the end of this year. Okay. And my desire, again, uh, my plan is my plan. We don't always, uh, on track, sometimes I exceed them, sometimes they come in shy. It's better to uh, shoot for the moon and hit the stars than, than shoot for nothing and hit it. And so my plan is to buy at least 100 properties this year and hold at least half of them. Is there a tool that you use to keep track of your tra trajectory? Absolutely. We, uh, we have some software we use that tracks my acquisitionist calls, the deals we're buying, and then we have an annual business summit with our leadership team, and then we have a quarterly uh, business meeting with the leadership team to see where we are on the trajectory. Got it. So just had a conversation with my operations manager this morning, 
setting up the, since we're in March right now, setting up the next, uh, the next quarterly quarter. business review to see how we've how is, is that an EOS tool or the, like the V? I use the VTO, the Vision Traction Organizer. My operations manager handles that okay. and brings me numbers. Got to it. To be transparent. Understood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I'm very deep into my like. Yeah. Because that's what I use for scorecards. Like, yes. how many calls? How many contracts? How many? You know, what do we get? What? Do, and and I can tell whether I'm on track or not, and, and yes. I don't I don't fool myself. You the know? other thing that's been very important for me is setting up the KPIs for my acquisitions right. managers. Right. Because I found in my earlier years when I started working with acquisitions managers, and for anyone who's wondering, the person who oversees the acquisitions, the properties, uh, the acquisitions managers, I would just set a number of deals I wanted them to buy. And that didn't always translate to the number of calls. And so what we do is we look at the, the lead the different various lead sources we're getting leads from, how many calls it takes to buy a house, and then make sure that we're setting KPIs for them to meet or exceed. And now, as long as they're hitting their KPIs, there's almost no reason they're not hitting the number of houses they're supposed to buy. Right. Now, if they're a little low on their number of calls, but their number of houses they're buying is still on track, then, then we're a little bit more flexible on that. Got it. So making it very clear to the team what that objective is, so everybody's on the same page. Now you're, so let's, let's, let's pivot now to your education side. Yes. Is, is that a, the same team or a separate team? So there is some overlap. Okay. There is definitely some overlap. So I do um, in several capacities with, with educators, including my mentor and, and longtime friend now, Ron Legrand. Right. Uh, and so right now there's there's overlap in that. Uh, I have adjusted and some of my real estate team prove themselves to be amazing on the education side, helping set up the events and things. So there's definitely a substantial amount of overlap in, in that crew. So right now my operations manager handles operations for both businesses. That's awesome, man. And um and now they get to feed off from two different sources. Yes. Right, which is the real estate and the education. Well, the education is so fun because number one, as I mentioned earlier, it's I'm able to give back, which I love to do, see others succeed, which is makes me so happy. And it also brings more deals. We JV with students and students are bringing deals by the dozens, literally. Yeah. And I love that because it gives you such a more of a wider reach because now people who are newer to the industry and looking to get started can come in and make money and we're able to make money together. It's a win-win. Awesome, man. So how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, so uh, andrewschlag.com, my name, A-N-D-R-E-W, last name S-C-H-L-A-G, andrewschlag.com. You can find my uh, links there. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, Instagram, and TikTok. And I you got a have. YouTube, right? A YouTube channel, I do have right? a YouTube. It's at Drew Schlag. Drew Schlag, okay. Yeah. Man, thank you so much for uh, taking the invitation, Andrew. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Ricardo. Um, guys, don't forget to hit share, like, and subscribe. Make sure you go to the Real Estate Entrepreneur, Entrepreneurs Podcast. Give me a five-star review. If you got a less than that, let me know why. Uh, if there's something you want us to see, talk about, make sure you put it on the, on the comments below. And don't forget the Real Estate Entrepreneurs event at 10 Grove, June 24th, 25th in Texas. I haven't chosen a city yet, but I will by the end of this week. I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.